0: Welcome to the Get It Done Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Ryan. I help people get it done in the sense of achieving their dreams of home ownership. Getting it done can mean so many things. It can come in all shapes and sizes. This podcast is about that central theme, getting it done, whatever that may be. In the future, we're going to have guests, talk about their own personal experiences in getting it done, how they overcame adversity to achieve their dreams. Once again, I'm Jimmy Ryan, and I'll be your host, and this is our story. Welcome to the Get It Done Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Ryan. Today we have Nick Heebner. He is a commercial real estate agent with uh, Jones, Lang, and LaSalle, JJL, in the Milwaukee area, he hails from the Marquette uh, area. In uh, for school from Madison, moved to Milwaukee, and he is an up and comer in the commercial real estate space. Nick, welcome to the Get It Done podcast. Thanks for having me, Jimmy. Hey, for sure, brother. And uh, is you know, is there anything maybe I missed in my uh, in, in my brief description of? Uh, uh, no, with... I think you captured
1: most of it. Yep, from from Madison. Um have been in Milwaukee the past eight, nine years, went to Marquette, went through the real estate program there and, and have made Milwaukee uh, my home. Loving it. And uh, yeah, look look forward to kind of chatting a little bit more about uh, the
0: real estate space and um, all the ancillary things in between. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, and that's just what we're going to do. So you are an up and comer and the Give Done podcast is really all about the up and coming story and uh, we use Elon Musk as an example. You know, he's, uh, depending on stocks, he's uh, the richest person in the world and, you know, he has a story from going from 1 million to 1 billion and, you know, the richest person and that's a great story, awesome, great, but what we're really looking for is the zero to a million story, uh, the come up story. So best place to start with that, Nick, is where were you born? You bet. Um, so, yeah, born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Um, you know, I, I popped around a little bit in terms of where we had lived, um, went to Oregon High School, um, just a suburb kind of south of Madison. Um, you know, they're kind of big into sports, um, you know, in terms of hobbies, soccer, tennis, um, and uh, just really exploring, you know, the, the greater Madison area kind of as a kid Um, The folks reside in Middleton um, and still have a lot of uh, friends and family in that in that neck of the woods. So I go back there uh, pretty often, both for pleasure and for business. Um, But, yeah, uh, currently, um, you know, residing here in Milwaukee, uh, like I said, coming on uh, nine or so years, um, about four years post college uh, at Marquette.
0: Cool. What did your uh, what do your parents do? Uh, What do your mom do? What do your dad do? Yeah, right on. So um, my uh, dad was in the
1: sales, um, you know, grand, I guess sales marketing kind of business. Um, uh, currently, um, kind of on the retirement standpoint, actually um, helping to kind of manage a, a grocery store um, with uh, some of his uh, closer friends. What, um, what kind of sales? What kind of sales and marketing? Yeah, so. Prior to his current gig, it was in the veterinary uh, services business. So, he, you know, big passion for uh, animals. And, you know, I I guess that's another point growing up. We were always surrounded by whether it was pets or, um, uh, you know, just kind of some different. We had a lot of property um, growing up. So um, just had a variety of different, uh, you know, pets and animals around. Um, So, you know, from a hobby standpoint, was out helping with that um, from time to time. And so that was a passion of his. So he got into that prior to that, um, uh, various, uh, different sales positions kind of, you know, uh, within the Madison area. Um, you know, so he was, you know, like me in my business, he was out and about meeting with customers, um, showing them the products, uh, that, that he was selling. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so that was anything from, oh, you know, commercial copiers to um, in the, you know, the, the, the credit space Um, and
0: let's see what else. Um, It seems so boring, but also exciting in in some ways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Met met I mean, you know, ended up meeting a lot of different people in that Avenue, which was uh, interesting and which I think, you know, ultimately led him to some of these other opportunities as he kind of downscales Um, and and looks kind of forward into into retirement. Um, And then my mom, uh, she was a long time um, uh, on the Alliant Energy team in Milwaukee. So before, I'm sorry, Madison, rather, before that, it was Wisconsin Power and Light, um, and then uh, came to be Alliant Energy. Um, And so I can remember going to know it was like take take your kid to work day type thing so i remember going to the campus there and um checking out their cafeteria getting the office tour which is funny come full circle that's what i do now is i represent tenants and and uh, clients who own office property so it's um you know looking back on uh on touring some some of those spaces growing up and um now kind of full circle but yeah so she was in the um kind of power and light
0: um industry. Uh and uh yeah. I mean it sounds fairly normal. Um what uh, you mentioned a bunch of animals uh on the land. What I mean anything kind <laughs> of anything crazy? I'm picturing just dogs, but I mean yeah so like- had had a had a bunch of dogs. Um we had actually at one point
1: six horses um and it was you know a mix of like ours but also friends that um, had kind of had, had horses, um, that that I guess, you know, more or less they, they'd keep or board at our place. Um, uh, what else do we have? I mean, at the end of the day, we had some barn cats that would, would wander on in. We were, um, considering chickens and goats at one point, just cause, you know, uh, looking to, um, you know, harvest some, some eggs and whatnot. And, and, you know, the, uh, the goats on the other hand, they're, you know, more of the type where they'll help with uh, kind of clean up here and there, and so that was uh, like eat that stuff. Was, like you
0: mean like eat like all like all the
1: plants, right? All the around. shrubs and and yeah, help help uh, you know just keep things cleaned up essentially.
0: So um, I mean, brother, you're a country boy. Is basically what this sounds like. I mean, you're on a you you're you living on some land and yeah, have- it was kind of so yeah. So had that
1: experience, and then um, also. Again, had you know the uh, our place like within Madison, the city, so kind of had both aspects, which was nice, both the city and the rural living, um, and that I think that's a pretty big part of my come up um, and just uh, understanding the the blend of the two and how uh, city and rural, suburban, how all of those um, atmospheres kind of coexist, and you know, ultimately when I look, you know how cities link together and how places link together and how people link together. I guess, you know, looking back
0: at growing up, that was a big part of kind of my understanding. So, yeah. Sure, so uh, walk us through uh, grade school, high school, anything crazy happen uh, during these years of your life? Um, You know, other than, you know, the classic, you know,
1: maturation throughout grade school, middle school, high school, um, you know, like I said, I was big into sports. So I I was one of those kids that had to be involved in in just about everything. And, you know, it's got to a point where it's like, okay, you got to hone in on, um, you know, a, a few different activities, whether that's the sports, um, or, you know, extracurriculars clubs, that sort of thing. And, um, so, you know, you know, definitely spent a lot of time, uh, you know, in, in those groups and those avenues. Um, so my parents, so my parents actually, I mean, at a younger age, uh, were, were they, they divorced, they split, which, um, that kind of created that, uh, I guess I, you know, for better or for worse, the opportunity to see different lenses and, and sides of, uh, of that piece. So, you know, that happened at a young age. So, um, you know, growing you? Up, I'm
0: right now I'm uh, no, 26. Oh. Well, how, how old were you when it happened when the divorce? Happened? Yeah.
1: So probably about
0: four or five years old.
1: So Thank you actually, it's
0: kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. It's a very, very similar oh, thing. Interesting. But, uh, yeah.
1: So, so yeah, I mean that, that occurred and, and, you know, at that age, I didn't, you know, have a full understanding of exactly what, um, you know, that was or what that meant. Obviously, you know, time goes on, you learn and my brother who's, uh, five years older than me, um, you know, that, that probably impacted him a little bit more at that time. Um, but, uh, you know, he was always, a, a, a you know, a, a, clearly a, a brother to me, but also mentor, um, you know, a male figure in my life that, uh, you know, could always go to for, you know, those different questions and whatnot. And uh, so I guess I, I bring that up because I guess that, you know, that was, you know, kind of a major thing in my life, but it, it happened early on where um, it was just kind of normal to me that, you know, would be uh, going back and forth and, you know, trying to, you know, live, live my own life um, as Nick growing up uh, around the Madison area. And, um, but I think what, what's cool is the different, I guess, atmospheres and, and teams and kind of communities and clubs that I was involved in help my um, mindset just in terms of
0: having those different groups to be a part of. Um, so what do you mean what what do you mean by that so like is it what you you mentioned here soccer and tennis were big for you um, those types of groups and and you know people that you were surrounding yourself with you said yeah
1: yeah yeah um so you know it just kind of helps i'm you know one of those guys that's you know it's got it i've always in hands in a few different things and so keeps my mind um you know at the task at hand and uh, just gives me a different perspective and um, getting to know and and be on teams and, you know, other, you know, uh, figures that, uh, you know, I looked up to just from, yeah, whether it's coaches, teachers, um, you know, you know, on that kind of mentorship platform. So I guess I look back to all of of those, um, you know, activities and whatnot, which, again, just kind of helped my mindset um in terms of evolving maturation experiencing i you know all about experiencing um you know new
0: new things at the end of the day which take us to high school well did you what did you do what was your first job what was your first car i love asking people that. right on those are good questions so first job
1: was as a bus boy uh, slash waiter at one of the uh, some Bergamot uh, Golf Club there in Oregon. Shout out to Bergamot, awesome club. Uh-huh. Um, and also, quasi coached some tennis relative to uh, Oregon's high school program, but they had kind of a summer camp, so it was kind of quasi both, which worked out pretty well. Um, you know, in terms of different hours. So, like in the mornings, I I'd, I'd do the tennis thing and. Um, and then kind of, you know, afternoons, evenings, um, assisted with different events, weddings, dinners, um, uh, programming that that had happened at the club. So kind of got my hands dirty, um, you know, doing doing some of that. But, um, you know, once again, a, a great atmosphere to be around a lot of, uh, you know, different you know, business uh, individuals that were part of the club that came through that I had exposure to. Um, while at the same time, again, that the team that I was with, um, you know, was a variety of people kind of around my age, but also, you know, our managers, um, who are managing the club, managing the restaurant, et cetera. Um, so that was all fun. Uh, you know, at times a little bit jealous with my buddies who got to be outside rolling around on the golf carts and, uh, and going to the different holes and whatnot. At at times I uh, got to partake into that, but, um, Yeah. So that was the first job growing up and then, um, touching on the first vehicle. It was a, uh, Ford escape. Yep. So, um, yeah, I had that, um, all throughout high school. Um, you know, it it allowed me to haul around all my gear, uh, which was, you know, for, for most dudes, um, playing sports and, and, you know, whether it's, you know, the, this, and then in the winter, I'm uh, big into to skiing. So outdoor skiing was able to put everything in there and it, yeah, it did me well, uh, lasted all throughout high school. So,
0: yeah, well, so, okay. So it, did you just do, did you specialize in soccer and tennis, but you, you mentioned skiing as well. Did you, do that, did you do that as a sport for school or was it more of just like, you just, it was more of a kind of a, a hobby, um, you know, when, the tennis and
1: soccer weren't actively going on. Um, you know, I, I would say played a little bit of indoor soccer as well in the winter, but, um, just to, you know, continue to keep active and, um, you know, do something fun. Um, my brother was a boarder. I was a skier. My dad set us up on skis to start, but I always, um, continue to lean towards skiing. My brother flipped a boarding. I, I followed suit at one point, but I'm like, nah, I got to get back on skis. Um, But most tended to, I think, switch to snowboarding, and my friends anyway. Um, So yeah, it was more so just kind of a hobby um, that I added in the winter time. With uh,
0: with what I did. What uh, so okay? So here, fairly normal childhood, fairly normal, you know, high school and working doing doing uh, sports and everything. Uh, How about when? how about college? Uh, Did you in high school know that you were going to go to college? Did you know that you were going to, what you were going to do and uh, how did you transition? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. So
1: um, I had a stepbrother who went to Marquette here in Milwaukee and, you know, I grew up a Badger fan, had the Badger blood, but there was always something that kind of wanted me to get outside of Madison, explore a new city really my understanding of Milwaukee stemmed from the Bucks and the Brewers just going to games, um, and, and being, you know, a fan of the sports teams, um, and, but had never really had an opportunity to explore the city. Um, and, you know, I, I did have an inclination that, you know, definitely wanted to attend college and, um, you know, was probably more geared toward doing, you know, D2, D3 soccer at one of the UW, um, school systems, um, you know, I, but then it came into play. Okay, you know, do you want to commit to uh, a varsity sport, or is it more the club thing, which will allow me to kind of do the more the the full scope um, college life, and you know, be able to participate in intramurals and, and you know all that good stuff. So, yeah, the route I chose to to go was um, attend Marquette. Had a stepbrother that went there. Thought, man, this is a great opportunity to explore Milwaukee, um, you know, visited on the social scene and then visited on more of kind of a, an introductory visit, uh, you know, did, did the kind of classic tour, um, really liked the size of it, really liked um, just, you know, the, their programming and, and model and, um, you know, didn't realize they necessarily had a, a well-renowned real estate club until I, you know, and, and program until I really just um, got myself ingrained in it and, and joined the club. And, you know, this is uh, later on when, when I kind of got acclimated, but um, yeah, that's kind of the, the general story. And I never really thought about needing to go super far away. I always wanted to make sure I was generally um, within a few hour drive of family. And I do have family kind of all, all over the U S but um Midwest primarily. And so, yeah, M- Milwaukee was the selection and and Marquette was the college for me at that time. What'd you go for at uh,
0: Marquette? Would you Yeah. So I,
1: I enrolled in the business school right away and I knew it was, you know, I wanted to pair kind of marketing sales general business with something else. And what that something else was, was kind of the, um, that was the question. Right. And so, um, started joining uh, some of the, the clubs there just to find out a little bit more. And obviously you go through the general gen eds and, and get, you know, some of that introductory curriculum. But, um, you know, I thought, you know, finance, supply chain, and then real estate. Okay. Well, real estate's interesting. Um, and I guess kind of going back to childhood and some of the experiences, one was, you um, with uh, kind of a family friend who owns some apartments uh, in downtown Madison, mostly student living. So there's a few summers where we helped in kind of what I'll call like the turnover process. So flipping the old tenants out who are vacating, uh, prepping the units for new tenants coming in, um, and you know just generally getting accustomed to the property and, and what that process was and who was all involved. Um, and so that was kind of my first experience, I guess, in the, like the, the real estate world. And like that particular piece was, you know, living right. A, a residence, uh, an apartment for, for students. Um, and, and that was smack right downtown Madison. So that was, you know, I liked it. It was lively. It was the built environment. It was, you know, a, a new, you know, I guess, sense of community and understanding. What was, the what was the place called? Yeah. So this one was, uh, so there's a few actually, but the one i I first um the embassy it's called the embassy um so right um I mean right off of state street um right on on university there kind of the main drag
0: um and uh yeah so just around UW Madison and okay. at the end of state street which I think is the Kohler center or the Kohl center. I think it's around yeah well. yeah
1: for uh, sure so it would have been right around there I mean probably within walking distance and now now you got um you know the heavily amenitized um student living product
0: there it's definitely with, different today than it was totally uh, you know even even just five ten years ago it was, it's completely different than what it was it totally is yeah
1: so um I guess kind of transitioning back um you know, remembering that experience and then having that conversation with my brother about like, well, you know, I'm kind of curious on this whole real estate thing. I mean, I can join the club, find out more about it. I mean, I remember us growing up kind of doing that, that summer gig. um, And he's like, yeah, I'll, you know, full steam ahead, check it out and see what you think. So did that, had a few buddies in the club, which, which made that fun. Um, And, you know, I, I would say it was sophomore going in my junior year kind of declared that as a a second major in addition to um the marketing and and sales major so um yeah kind of took on
0: the the curriculum and and the it's kind of nuts brother i mean truly like most people don't go to school to be in real estate or a mortgage or in anything like that pretty much people just fall into it it was super unique yeah Yeah. it was. It's a
1: unique program to be a part of. And I can't say enough of the experience and now where it's come. And now I serve on the um, alumni board and I'm, I'm talking with students. I mean, um, biweekly, monthly about uh, just, you know, what's going on in the program, how that's evolved, how they can, um, you know, best, best ways to get kind of get involved and set up post-college and resume you know, review and internships and, you know, introductions I can make. And so, I mean, these are all things that I, I did and got help with as a student. And so it's just my way of being able to give back and man, I enjoy it. It's fun to be a part of it and um, kind of, you know, bring it full circle.
0: Right. For sure. So, uh, so you graduate from, uh, from Marquette, uh, do you go, do you transition immediately right away to JJL? How do you get into, and in commercial is different too. I mean, why do commercial real estate not do just regular residential? Yeah. Yeah. No good question. So
1: I um, was able to get my first internship. Um, oh, it was my junior summer. Uh, at first internship in real estate with a local brokerage firm here. So I was a, a retail uh, retail broker intern. So I helped our retail team um, with, I mean, a, a lot of facets of, of kind of just the in and outs of their day to day and how they handled clients. Um, so and that was, again, re- retail focused. So whether that's um, you know, retail strip centers, uh, larger big box uh, shopping centers um, that, uh, you know, the client there would be like a landlord or, it's you know, tenants that um, the team was representing um, or, or buyers um, of, of retail, you know, assets, um, again, mostly Metro Milwaukee area. But that's where I kind of first initially cut my teeth over a summer, just learning kind of just like the general day to day ins and outs. Um, and then working with kind of the support staff and the research team. So I got exposed to all of that. Um, so that was like kind of like my first, you know, uh, initiative to see that kind of outside of the, the classroom and, and what and, um,
0: and you didn't run away. I mean, I mean, you say, all right, this is good. You know, because you're, it's a tough business in a lot of ways. There's a lot of negative yep. drawbacks to it. There's certainly big, huge upsides as well. And you were able to see that, not get scared away and then continue on. Where'd you go from there? Yeah. So, um, took, so, you know, after that
1: finished up my senior year and packed my senior year with, um, you know, what was left for the real estate classes. And then, you know, again, just some of the other, um, you know, business classes I had to take but use that time to really understand. Okay. Okay. Location standpoint, do I want to stick in Milwaukee? I was considering twin cities or Chicago. Like those are my three, three markets, three cities that I was considering Madison. I, I kind of said to myself, well, it's always going to be home. I know I'm always going to go back there, but um, I'm, I'm really interested in either, um, you know, continuing to build my knowledge of Milwaukee and just experience it and, and, you know, build a home here or, or, you know, Jump elsewhere within the Midwest. Um, And so, yeah, I guess actively throughout my senior year, more so the second half, was um, doing interviews, phone calls, um, you know, meetings with different uh, companies and their, um, you know, what what would be my, I guess, bosses and partners at at the end of the day on my team. Um, So, spent, you know, a good amount of time doing that. Um, But at the end of the day, It was through um, a market connection that led me to JLL and an opportunity locally here in Milwaukee. Now we're headquartered out of Chicago, but uh, essentially it was, Hey, uh, there's a, there's a junior broker need. Uh, We're not necessarily advertising for it, but um, you know, you seem, you seem like a good fit. You seem like you could be interested, you know, let's talk. Um, So it was kind of just a natural, you know, it wasn't like me having to like, you know, submit, you know, Um, anything from like an online portal standpoint, or um, it was really just natural, which I think, you know, like anything, if you can go about it that way, um, it, it, it makes sense and it makes it all that more better. So um, yeah, that's how the kind of the JLL opportunity came. And then from there, it was just, you know, making a decision. And, um, you know, I felt with the platform, with the notoriety um, and, just kind of where they were looking to take the Milwaukee office Um, and just my understanding of Milwaukee and um, where it is, where it came from, where it's going, those are all things that uh, I wanted to be a part of. So um, yeah, that's how
0: kind of that decision process was made. So you start out over there and I have to imagine being a commercial real estate, that's tough to get into, especially being younger. Um, I've interviewed a guy who's Phil Treadwell he's a mortgage marketing expert he he told me that his boss told him one time make sure you wear a suit so that they take you seriously not in case they don't but so that they don't gotcha do you how do you how do you deal with being a younger professional in a market that's li- literally i mean you're dealing with people that are upper echelons of people yeah. and you know people buying a commercial building they're you know they have a bunch a bunch of money you know you want to make sure that you're professional, how do you deal with
1: that? Yeah, good question. You know, I would say at the start, definitely I came, came in a suit every day. First one in, last one out, want to set good expectations. And, but you, you know, come to find out pretty soon that, I mean, a lot of my uh, partners, a lot of the guys and the gals in the business, I mean, if they're, if they're, um, you know, doing their job correctly, they're out and about, right? they're meeting people at at their offices, they're meeting people at their sites, they're meeting with, uh, you know, potential groups that, you know, they're going to be, you know, representing in the future elsewhere, right? You're out and about um, doing all of those necessary things to, you know, hopefully build that book of business. And yeah, I mean, there is something to be said about, of course, being in the office, that collaborative piece. And I mean, that's a whole separate discussion in terms of how the office world has morphed, and um, and what we've experienced and where that's going. But um, you know, my my standpoint was I always like to you know whoever I'm meeting with, um, whatever setting that is, um, be comfortable in it, and and you know kind of match their style, uh, match kind of uh, you know what they're looking to do, um, and and what they're looking to accomplish. And, uh, you know, that, um, that mentality, I think, again, all about trying to focus on, you know, just making it natural, making it comfortable. Um, you know, obviously at the end of the day, you're looking to gain their trust and respect. And so I think if, you know, at the end of the day, coming, um, prepared, um, and just being confident. I think, you know, building confidence, it, it takes time clearly, but um, I think I was confident in the platform, my abilities and skills that I had learned um, and uh, really just knowing that, look, I'm here to, to help out with, um, you know, at that time, I was really learning about my role and learning about um, really what we were providing uh, that individual or that company Right. From a real estate angle, but that wasn't where we approached it. The topic on it was let's learn about the individual, the company, the business of their business before we even, um, you know, really get into that conversation about what their real estate needs are. So, again, it was it's more of that conversation and um, making it more of a human human type interaction. And then, uh,
0: you know, if it's a good fit, you know, kind of kind of taking it from there. For sure. What's the uh, craziest uh, commercial transaction you've ever been a part of? I'm in the re- I'm in more of the retail side of things, so it's one to four families. Sure. I mean, there's nothing too crazy, but what would you say is most? I guess maybe not not crazy, but interesting uh, transaction you've ever been a part of?
1: Yeah. Um, well, there's one that's kind of ongoing right now um, that's interesting. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a like a tribal community tribal organization that uh, has um, you know an office administrative need to it, um, while at the same time they're uh, very involved in uh, the community and um, you know providing uh, you know, jobs and, and kind of maker space for um, you know kind Of more of the manual labor side of things, and so that's an interesting requirement. And uh, it, it really came through a conversation with a colleague and um, ended up uh, you know, putting in a call to them, having a good conversation with their local leader and um, chief at the end of the day. Um, and so it was, I mean, for me, uh, again, it's just I all about being you know, curious and understanding um, kind of what what that need is and was and how that's going to evolve. Cause clearly it, it, it has, you know, of course with COVID and they're a, they're a, a global um, organization. And so at the time, um, you know, I was trying to just do my homework and, and learn what I could from the local contact who who's kind of my, you know, um, day-to-day contact. But he's dealing with, um, you know, a guy in Argentina and a guy in Mexico, and so you know, there's a there's a, a language barrier there. And I, I speak very you know minimal Spanish, but um, I actually um, you know am, am working on that. My girlfriend is fluent in Spanish, so she's been encouraging me, and and so that's been a a little bit of a a fun process in and of itself. But it's that. I would guess like top of mind right now, an active one that um, I've been working on, that's been interesting. Um, they have uh, uh, you know, a ready willing and, and able attitude to do something here in Wisconsin. and um, what that is, we're still uh, working on on kind of finding that out and getting all the details uh,
0: arranged. so. I'm sure everyone is kind of unique. I mean, it's commercial. It's not like, it's just not cookie cutter. Everything is kind of its own unique thing. Um, Absolutely. All right, so there's, uh, I wanna be super respectful of your time, Nick. I have uh, a few questions that we ask everybody uh, that comes on and I'm gonna gonna fire these away. So first one is this. Do you feel like you ever had a big break?
1: That's a good question. Um, I mean, definitely throughout throughout life for sure. When, you know, you look into the grand scheme of things and understanding, man, if things would have went this way or things would have went that way, things could have been totally different. Um, a particular big break. Um, you know, if we could, cause I'm thinking on this, could we flip back to this question? Um, yeah. Sure. I'll I'll, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll ask the next one next and we'll we'll come back to it. So, okay. Uh, If you were to do it all over again, Nick, what would you change? I would say, you know, I
1: had, I had alluded to, I I always um, had my hands in a variety of different things and experiences. And I would say that is great. And I encourage people to do that, but also know who you are and, and, um, You know what? I guess those initiatives will where those initiatives will lead you, and understanding that you know time is everyone's most valuable resource. So sometimes I, you know, look back on it and I'm like, man, I spent a lot of time doing that or or this, and and really piling my um, just my schedule with things versus maybe being a little bit more laser focused on a few of those categories. And so I would say it's good to be selective, but also be willing to explore and get, get into different circumstances that might not be like your cup of tea or might not be like, that would be like my natural, um, choice or decision. Um, you know, it's at the end of the day, being okay with vulnerability and getting outside of your box. Um, so I guess it's a, there's a happy medium is what I'm getting at. Um, and, uh, you know, looking back on it, um, probably, you know, could have been uh, a little bit more selective in terms of, you know, everything that I got involved in. But, you know, at the end of the day, I look back on it, it's like, man, those are some, some of the best experiences and
0: ultimately turn you into who you are today. So. Right. Absolutely. Got you. Got you here. Was there ever a time, Nick, you felt like giving up? Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. I I would say, you know, there's times in school where I'm like, man, in in terms of all that I'm taking on, like, is this something that I really want to be doing? And, uh, you know, is it, is it, you know, whether it was like, you know, locationally at the time or, um, you know, Maybe maybe you're a little bit homesick. I mean, these are all things that I think naturally, um, as you're growing up, as you're maturing, and you know, going throughout college, um, that you know can you know certainly be be on your mind. And then you know, of course, just jumping into the career, right? I mean, um, getting into the industry, I would say, you know, in that within that first year, it's kind of like here's. I would say my boss me at the time put it in a good manner. It's like this is this is kind of like your, your graduate degree almost, right. You know, you've, you've done your, um, undergrad, you've, you've gotten the curriculum, you, you have an understanding of the business, but like now you're, you're summoned, like you're in the real world. Like this is kind of your, your first foray into, um, the business and just, you know, take it as that, you know, be a sponge. Um, you know, you've got all the right, you know, tools and whatnot, but, um, So, you know, within that first year, there are certain, certainly times where I was like, man, um, you know, is this what I want to be doing? And there's, you know, it's, it's the little wins, right. That keep you there, but it's also like the failures that are like, keep you level-headed and, you know, the people that you're around um, that help build you up and that you can, um, you know, ping ideas off of. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I can think back to, I mean, scenario in college with, with the you know the career, um, you know, more, uh, more genuinely there, and then yeah, I mean, there's certain circumstances growing up with different things, but yeah, those are the two that come come to mind.
0: So I asked you prior, you know, do you ever feel like you have a big break? I mean, brother, going to Marquette, I think getting accepted to Marquette's a pretty big break, wouldn't you say? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I think thanks for helping me round that out. I would say that right there exposed me to just the brand i mean they have a great brand a great re- reputation which you know at the time i had you know I, a little bit naive right it's like oh like cool like from sure from what i from what i knew i'm like sick basketball program i'm gonna <laughs> love that yeah um uh you know we're, we're here in, in in milwaukee and um you know i i had kind of like those bigger kind of Items, but it's like boom. Once you get get into it and dive into the community there, and the family, and the culture, and the pillars, and who they stand for, and what they mean, and who they surround themselves with, and all of that, it's like holy cow. When you talk about catch a big break, it's like the amount of people, and um, just kind of like the, the visionary approach that I was exposed to. I guess um, that was a big break. I mean it it allowed, you know, at the end of the day, you got to execute on those things and those opportunities right. and those people that are put in front of you and that you meet you got to, you know, spend the time to harvest all that. But um, yeah, getting that platform and the ability to, uh, you know, move, move forward um, on that opportunity.
0: I, I would yeah. consider that a big break. It's a tight knit crowd. I mean, you turning group and uh, you know, you definitely have a leg up, but you still have to leverage it and still can do the work. Um, all right. So final question here, uh, to set it up, you know, there's a young Nick out there and, you know, maybe they're you know in sports in high school, maybe they're, you know, growing up on lots of land, got a bunch of, you know, animals running around. Um, you know, maybe they're considering college, maybe they're considering Marquette, maybe they're considering, you know, um, uh, college sports, maybe they're considering yeah. uh, commercial real estate. What advice would you give to someone looking to get it done?
1: Great question to round it out, Jimmy. I would say, you know, I go back to understand what you're passionate about, um, what those interests are. And if it's, if it's, hey, I don't know that, that's, that's the question. That's, that's what you got to go and find out. So get involved uh, in variety of different experiences whether that is the sports teams and all that or maybe you're you're an outdoors guy or gal I mean get out there and and explore um, you know the the different areas Um, you know I'm I've gotten the travel bug uh, I, I wouldn't call it recently I guess I've always had it but with my job it allows for some flexibility so I'm always out there you know wanting to travel and explore new things and at the end of the day it exposes you to You know just different people different communities different um atmospheres out there and uh at the end of the day putting yourselves in front of um a variety of different people experiences communities you don't know where that's going to lead um and i think that that helps just build that kind of basis for you and then kind of gives you peace of mind and understanding, well, man, I've, I've done this. I like that. And Hey, I did that. Not really my gig. So boom, now you have a, uh, an arrow to kind of laser in on and, and at least kind of build that platform of, uh, of where you want to go. Um, so I would say, you know, it's, it's experiencing as much as it can at the end of the day, which I know it's like kind of cliche and, um, you know, gets talked about a lot, but that's how you find out who you are, what you want to do. And I would say just, you know, surrounding yourself with people that, um, you know, are always pushing you. Absolutely. That's another thing. Um, And have other expertise than yourself. You know, I always try to surround myself with people that um, can, I can learn from at the end of the day and vice versa. You know, I want to be able to, to uh, help out in that regard. So, um, yeah, I would say experience as much as you can, first and foremost. And then once you do that, hopefully um, you can kind of find your way. That's awesome. Get man. it done.
0: Yeah, experience as much as you can and here, hang out with all the right people. That's uh, that's just by your advice. Uh, all right. Well, I want to thank our audience for joining us today. I especially want to thank Nick for uh, coming on the show. And, Nick, if, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, uh, maybe just to connect or maybe for, uh, for, for real estate, what would be the best way for them to do so?
1: Yeah, you bet. Um, so Nick Hepner uh, on my LinkedIn page, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, you know, my, my contact information is always, um, you know, natural in terms of who, who I reach out to. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah, I'm on Instagram as well. Facebook, Nick Hepner, Feel free to reach out to me there. Um, I'm always an open book and love meeting new people and learning from
0: them and, and vice versa. So Awesome. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, Brian. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, you know, uh, and if you like what you have heard today and you'd like to support the show, you know, tell a friend, write us a five-star review, hit that subscribe button. All those things make a huge difference in helping us reach more people. Once again, I'm Jimmy Ryan. This has been the Get It Done podcast. Thanks so much for listening.